Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Welcome to Cavs HQ. Thank you for joining us on the Elkanel Cleveland Cavaliers Radio Network. Now, here are your hosts, Mike Snyder and Scott Zarilla. Glad to have you with us as the summer really is in the rearview mirror, Scott. Ah, Zerilla, don't go isn't it? not too soon, Mike. Well, not too is. soon. I mean, it's, it's not the people s- that say that when Labor Day comes and yes. summer's over. I, I hate them. Well, it's it's not. And you don't like me. <laughs> it's still 85 and humid. It's 75 yeah, and beautiful. But it's I not, mean, no, I it, hear it's, you. Well, it's I'm, not, I'm enjoying it's the weather. traditional but it's, summer. Yes. But no, summer's not over yet. Just slow down. Because you know what? In January, when we're doing the show mm-hmm. and it's nine degrees outside, I'm really going to be fired up. I, I understand. I, I love the warm weather, but as far as like summertime, you got this is getting back into work time. We're just a couple of weeks. You know, we're two weeks away from the start of Cavs training camp. Two I, weeks. I, I'm very aware of that. Are you aware of that? I'm very aware of that because there's a lot of production that needs to be done. So you're aware of that. <laughs> so summer's kind and of I've over got, for I've you. Got none of the, I've got none of the production done. Okay. And with every day that ticks away, it's one less day. And I love what um, our producer, Leo, had called yes. this the little Huron 250 studio, mm-hmm. which is great. We've been able to do the shows all summer right, long. We're not in the queue. We're Be, not in the queue. Folks listening there, they're working on that queue as but we I, speak. I love the name that he's given this right here. Mm-hmm. The only thing is, it can't really get a lot of things done to prepare for the season like we can at the queue. So as, as nice as this has worked out for us, it's keeping me limited to what I can get done for that season that's right around the corner, the charge right behind them as well. Yeah, it really is getting to that time. So now you agree with me that summer, <laughs> it might feel like summer. See, you already agree with me. Hey, we've got a full hour today, speaking of time. And actually, we're going to go a little later in the show. All tough guy, Joe G., from Cavs.com, all tough guy, all nice guy team over the all years. All name teams. He name did a team. really great job. We'll yeah. get into some of that. Hockey's not too far away. Think of that. Hockey starts before the Cavs. There you go. Tony Brown's going to stop by. And really, basketball now, I know I was talking with a fella, a friend of mine, about this, the eSport following nationwide. Right. NBA, this is this is really like another NBA league, It really right? is. It really is. And our team, the Cavs Legion, uh, GC, they were very successful this year. We're going to have Anthony Morocco, their director of gaming operations. He's going to sit down, going to recap that first year, kind of talk a little bit about what it was 
where it's going and what maybe we can expect for season two next year. All right, so we've got a lot of ground to cover. We'll bounce the basketball. Hey, we'll, we'll do a little skating. We'll get some, some joystick, too. Yeah, there you go. Now and, and bouncing there, there the basketball, but we got to use the joystick. My gosh, the joystick. But we'll I, that. I, I hope he hadn't hear, didn't hear me say that because I don't know if that's, that, that's that might, might be frowned upon. That might be old, may, old lingo, <laughs> huh? Yeah. All right. It is Cavs HQ, Mike Snyder, Scott Cirilla. Glad to have you with us. We will take a quick timeout on the Cavaliers Radio Network. It's time for some basketball at the game, on TV, even online. Spectrum TV has over 200 channels available, including all your basketball favorites, so you can see every shot, assist, and block in high definition. And with Spectrum TV, you also get access to the Spectrum TV app, so you can watch a game in any room on multiple devices. Spectrum TV, it's the ultimate slam dunk. Call 844-352-2999 and get Spectrum now. Restrictions apply. Call for details. Suspect a natural gas leak? Dominion Energy Ohio reminds you, first, move your feet, then call when you're down the street. To help you smell a gas leak, a familiar odor like rotten eggs is added to natural gas. Or you might see blowing dirt or bubbling water. A leaking pipeline might also make a hissing sound that you can hear. Call the Ohio Utilities Protection Service by dialing 811 at least two working days before digging on your property. And if you suspect a gas leak, call Dominion Energy Ohio. Visit dominionenergy.com, keyword natural gas safety. My mom has a permanently stuck in the 80s thing. We're talking teased up feathered hair, acid washed denim jacket, and shoulder pads. So many shoulder pads. But I just got a new phone from AT&T, and check this out. I got a second phone to gift to my mom. So now, she can finally ditch her old one for a phone that can actually stream all the 80s shows she loves. Come into an AT&T store and find out how to get a smartphone on us. AT&T, more for your thing, that's our thing. See store for details. Good news! Dutch Farms has partnered with Discount Drug Mart's Pro Points program to bring you farm fresh dairy products and even more Pro Points. Stop by your local Discount Drug Mart and you'll find simple, wholesome, all natural Dutch Farm shredded and sliced cheese, butter, cream cheese, and sour cream. Dutch Farms Dairy is made in America's heartland and is now available in Ohio. Drug Mart's Pro Points are simple, fun, rewarding, and delicious. Stock up on Dutch Farms and earn Pro Points today. Your lawn is where life happens, and Cub Cadet wants to help you make the most of it by offering exceptional financing on our lineup of residential zero-turn mowers. From the steering wheel control of the RZT SX zero-turn with zero learning curve to the unbeatable strength of the Lap Bar Control Z-Force LX mower, these mowers are sure to help you bring your lawn to life. Visit CubCadetDealers.com slash to find your local independent dealer and take advantage of this exceptional offer. Cub Cadet, proud partner of the Cleveland Cavaliers. Offer subject to credit approval. Some restrictions apply. See store associate for details. Welcome back, Cavs HQ. Mike Snyder along with Scott Cirilla. Glad to have you with us. Cavaliers still a few weeks away from training camp, but really another season involving the Cavaliers is getting near as well. And Scott Zarilla and I, Scott, I guess we talk about that. You and I go back, uh, Pac-Man, Ms. Pac-Man. I love Ms. Pac-Man. <laughs> And Space Invaders. I did and, Asteroids. Uh, okay, there you go. I played Asteroids for right. what it's worth when I was a kid. And, uh, you know. And we've moved on from that. And really now Who's what is we? going on. We or well, society. Well, well, you and me have. Anyhow, yes. right? And I think society <laughs> yes. certainly has. Yes. And I'm very well aware of a lot that's going on. But I want to know more about I keep hearing in reading releases, eSports, NBA. There's been a lot about that. Right, Scott? Well, it's interesting because when it was first announced that the Cavaliers were going to have their own esports team, they have a Cav team. Legion, right? Yeah, 
like I said, you know, I'm not going to say how old we are. We're old enough that we talked about asteroids and all that stuff. I've got to say it this way. And Anthony, who's with us, Anthony Morocco, we played video games when we were kids. Anthony, are esports considered video games? Well, let's first off, let's say Anthony Morocco, director of yes. gaming operations, Cavs Legion Gaming Club with us. Anthony, thanks for stopping by with us, too. Uh, the two of us, listen to me, us, too. The two of us, with the two of us, you're going to help inform us tonight. And uh, hopefully anyone listening tonight about what Cavs esports is all about. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on. But, yes, I would consider esports video games uh, the only real differentiator in this would be you're competing for large sums of money much like a traditional professional athlete and instead of playing it leisurely on your couch this is in a competitive format in which tens of thousands of people are watching you and you are competing at the highest level possible how did how did it start to become that because again mike and i would go to the video arcade and we just threw in a couple of tokens and we tried to get the high score, and then we would try to beat our buddy's high score, and then we went and did something else. And that's what video games were for us. When and where did it start to transition to, like, a career, like a business? Yeah, so I think that, that in the early days of video games, especially with arcade games, it's it's much like competitive video games is now. It's just the technology has changed, the, the prize pooling has changed, the marketing has changed. And it really did start in the in the 80s and 90s. Uh, the first ones that you saw were Quake. Uh, I'm not sure if you've heard of QuakeCon, but it was a big festival in which thousands of people would all go into one warehouse for multiple days, and there was a prize pooling that started there. Um, it's been around since the early, late 90s, especially in Korea with StarCraft. It was an actually a national sport for them that was featured on TV every single day. There's just one TV channel dedicated to it. I would say that it has grown a lot of tr it has a lot of traction um this these past three years uh, with especially with the league of legends championships the dota championships just to give you an example of what the magnitude is now uh, we actually broke the record for an esports prize pool this year with the dota international tournament and it was a 25 million dollar prize pool whoa 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 we didn't have those pools wow. when we were playing asteroid snyder all right anthony explain to me now Cavs legion esport so you have a team that you uh, that's been selected here. Uh, tell us about how this uh, you get top gamers. Is that how you assemble to like it's an NBA team? Yeah. How does this work? So Cavs Legion GC is one of 17 teams that were represented in the inaugural NBA 2K League. Uh, this is the next franchise for the actual NBA. Um, there was actually a draft and recruiting process and a combine tryout in which 72,000 people from around the world tried out. From 72,000, it was narrowed down to the top 102, in which we were able to draft like a traditional NBA draft, in which Adam Silver actually announced the first pick wow. on live television. Wow. wow. Now, the team that you have, you, you assemble this team, and then they play together. Now, they, you'll go against the team from Brooklyn, say. How, how does this work? Yeah, so we actually drafted six professional gamers. Um, they moved to market, uh, just like 17 markets. Uh, we practice about 8 to 10 hours a day. Uh, once per week, we then fly to New York City in which we compete in the NBA 2K League studio. And we, we play a regular season. It's 14 games against all the other NBA 2K League teams, the standings, etc. There's also four tournaments, including playoffs. And we compete for a million-dollar prize pool over the length of the entire season. You know, Anthony, I don't mean this in a derogatory way by any stretch, but a lot of people will say, oh, that's just a bunch of kids playing in their parents' basement and all that. You know, it's much more than it's got to be. I mean, if you're making the money. But, again, I know I asked you earlier how it really 
came to be. But, you know, with it being so much more than that, I, I still sometimes wonder the time that it was able to become so much more than, again, when people assume it was just kids playing in their their parents' basement. Yeah. I how, think- how did that – you know, where did the money, I guess, kind of come from to make it into so much more than just playing video games? Yeah, so I think that that's a, a pretty general stigma that we consistently deal with. It's it's starting to change with popular culture now. Like uh, you hear about people named Ninja, who is the number one most trafficked social media person in the world, higher than any sports athlete in the world. I did hear that recently, even yeah. more than LeBron James. Even more Nin- than LeBron Ninja. James. I Ninja. Did, I did He's a hear streamer. That. He plays Fortnite. It's a cartoony battle royale game, and it's it's now popular culture. Now, if you look at the games industry, the games industry is worth more than the movie music industry combined. Um, it's something that's shifted with the technology being available to it. It's now more easily accessible. Um, the marketing has also changed for our demographic as well. Um, it's hard to reach traditional millennials through TV, radio, etc., because they're all doing live streaming. So I would say it's been about in the past five years, especially this year and this past year, it has become a career in which not only can you make, you know, hundred thousand dollars in three months. There are esports athletes who are making over one point five million dollars a year on salary alone. Whoa, Anthony <laughs> Morocco, the director of gaming operations, Cavs Legion Gaming Club, with us. So now the money that's being generated is it people watching, watching you play the games? Is this is this where the revenue is being driven? It's typically sponsorship-driven revenue and also revenue put up by the actual um, game companies to put on these tournaments. But for the viewerships, just to give you an example, League of Legends uh, world viewers um, for their world finals uh, actually beat out the NBA finals last year. And also it beat out the NBA finals and the NHL finals and the MLB finals combined. So it was over tw- 72 million unique viewers over the week-long broadcast. Anthony, explain to us, again, that do not know and are still just beginning to learn, how and why has it exploded the way that it has? has? Because, you know, when we were kids, I wanted to play center field for the Indians. I wanted to play point guard. I wanted to play. Now there's guys that, you know, realize that they can make a career in esports. You know, is, is that really just the simplicity of how it's grown is because kids now realize that they can make a career in it? Yeah, I think I think using the traditional NBA model is the best way to describe this. Um, in order to be an NBA athlete, you have to be a six foot eight athletic freak, for lack of a better word. Now, with the beauty of esports, you can represent an NBA team. You can play center in the NBA 2K League, and you can be five foot two, 110 pounds, soaking wet. It's much more accessible for those who don't have the the genes or the athleticism to be able to make it to the NBA. So it offers a different career path of not only fulfilling your dreams of playing for the NBA, but also being realistic for those of any age demographic, any sex, any gender. It does. It really does not matter. It doesn't matter where you live. So if the uh, person from the Philippines is the best NBA 2K League player in the world, they're going to make it to the NBA 2K League. We're talking with Anthony Morocco, Director of Gaming Operations, Cavs Legion Gaming Club, Cavs Esports. Uh, Scott and I are, are both getting some great information here all about this. We're going to find out more about the team, about the season, about what it means uh, in the future of sports going forward. It's Cavs HQ. We'll take a quick break on the Elk and Elk Cleveland Cavaliers Radio Network.
Welcome back, Cavs HQ. Mike Snyder along with Scott Cirilla and our special guest, Anthony Morocco, the director of gaming operations, Cavs Legion Gaming Club. And this is the Cavs eSport team. And Anthony, informing us about the team. You know, Anthony, we went into the break. I wanted to ask you now, you have six players on the Cavs team. So in, in one of these games now, so there's five, it is five on five. Each each guy is his own player. It's not like one guy is, you know, running all the, uh, in a typical video game that maybe I'm used to seeing. They're all like kind of like part of the same team as though the Cavaliers are on the floor. Is that right? Yes, exactly. So they actually play five players versus five players. Each individual represent a certain position on the floor. So point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward, center. Um, and instead of playing as a traditional NBA athlete, they actually play as themselves. So it's their name, their gamer tag, their face is scanned into the game. They get to customize wow. their animations, their <laughs> wow. play styles, etc. And instead of being um, like one individual player that can't customize, so Le- Le- LeBron James is a great slasher. He's, he's going to be a slasher forever. Mm-hmm. Each individual based off of the position has five different archetypes to choose from. Now, what I mean by archetypes is there's different combinations of what you can and cannot do. So let's take a point guard, for example. You can have a fast, a faster slashing point guard. You can have a three-point shooting point guard. You can have a mid point guard, someone who's a little bit faster with dribble moves, someone's a little bit slower with shooting. So that's really where the... Um, the strategy comes into play. So each team that you're playing has pros and cons, and you can kind of exploit those pros and cons or strengths and weaknesses, if you will, based off of how you combine the archetypes together. So tell us about the Legion this year. I know that you had some pretty good success. I talked to one of your comrades, Helena, and she was explaining to me that uh, Toronto may have been the best team, but you knocked them off in the playoffs in early the, the early rounds but then you made it's pretty much the semifinals so first year pretty good season sounds like yeah absolutely we had a, we had a tremendous first season um so the toronto raptors were actually on a six game win streak they started off one and five and ended up eight and six so they, they were the hottest team going into the playoffs uh but as us Cavs fans know we we know what happens when cleveland meets toronto in the playoffs <laughs> um so we ended up knocking that them carries off carries over well, it's good to hear. yeah it's it's nice to carry over it's definitely a great rivalry they have a great staff a great team as well so it was a, it was a big win for us um going into the playoffs uh, we then met the New York Knicks, who um, had won the tip-off tournament. They were actually the, the eighth seed and wouldn't have made the playoffs unless they hadn't won that tournament. Uh, we took them into a three-game series. We were one win away from making the fly- finals, and mm-hmm. we ended up losing to the Knicks, who went on to win it. So give us a quick rundown of the six guys on the team this year. So we have our we have our two first picks, which is uh, Sick, uh, Gerald Knapp, Sick X973. He's our center. He was our second pick in the draft. Our first pick in the draft was Brandon Casado. He's our point guard hood. He was the one that was actually compared to LeBron on uh, ESPN, the oh, first tournament mm, that launched. Okay. His, his name is Hood? Yeah, Hood. He goes by Hood is Glitchy. Right. Um, okay. Uh, we also have God of 2K, who was our third pick, our small forward. Um, we have uh, Turn Up Defense, who was our fourth pick. We also have our shooting guard, uh, Toxic, and we had our six-man Savage do work, who actually played, I want to say, eight games for us and had one of the most winning records in the league. So we had six players that were incredibly talented. We were one of the only teams in the league that could win consistently with swapping all six players, and we had a tremendous <laughs> success with all of those guys. You would be, what would you be like? Snites, I can't shoot? Well, I, would that, would well, that be your that handle? Might, that might be good. Is that your handle? Uh, I, I don't know. Because mine would be Scotty's, he shoots too much. 
That would be you. I know that. One, two, three type of thing. That. Yeah, that'd probably be my hand. I'd get the ball. I'd just be get the ball. I'd be the rebounder. <laughs> so that that so we have sick and toxic. And, now is anyone like announcing these games too when they're going on? Oh yeah, we have uh, two. Yeah. We have three of the most professional commentators in esports. It's a lot like traditional sports broadcasting. We have wow. a, a very famous individual who who casts Madden tournaments, who's been doing it for a very long time. And that was one of the things that everyone looked at the NBA production levels and said, "This is this is really great." Um, we're pretty blessed in the sense that esports is something new to a lot of the older demographics. It's something that they're still trying to grasp and understand. But the best thing about the NBA 2K League is it's relatable. It's basketball. You know what you're looking at. It's not a League of Legends or an Overwatch where it lives and exists in this fant- fantastical, whimsical world. It's it's very easy relatable, easily to relate to. And additionally, it's during the NBA offseason. If you're a Cavs basketball fan and all of a sudden you see a Cleveland basketball esports team, it's it's authentic. It's easy to kind of get into. Mm-hmm. And I had a lot of family members who, who don't touch video games, who have never played video games in their life, and maybe they're a little bit biased because I'm the coach and I'm involved with it, but they are actually getting into it. I remember my uncle called me after the champion or the uh, semifinal game, and he was, like, legitimately upset that we lost. <laughs> and it was him and my entire family all watching, screaming, throwing stuff at the TV. So it's a lot of fun That's to watch. That's good. Well, That's let me ask good. you this as the coach then. what? Do, what do you, so you, like, maybe say, okay, you're playing this other guy who's more of a quick point guard. How do you want to defend him? Is that? Yeah, so it's, it's we have, our, you know, we're scouting. We're, we're practicing 40 hours a week. We're watching film. We're coming up with plays. We're learning the, the weaknesses of the other team. And my position, my job as coach during the actual game is every time out in between quarters, I put on the headset, and I'm allowed to talk to them. I'm allowed to show, like, talk to them about what we're seeing, about the adjustments that we need to make. It's not as intuitive as an actual NBA coach yet because we can't talk to them during the actual play. Mm-hmm. That being said, I would say it's a lot about keeping the mental attitude, controlling the other team's runs, calling timeouts when we need to, and discussing strategy in the game. So now that it's the off season, what's next for the Legion with you have what about basically roughly six months off before things start rolling again for into next season you're pretty much a spring summer type league yeah so we are actually pushing the season a month ahead so this year it'll be march through the end of july um but we have a lot of interesting things going on in the off season Uh, we're in the process of building a practice facility and kind of building out the infrastructure to support the long-term stay in cleveland uh, additionally, we have the expansion draft coming up. We're allowed to protect two players before the expansion draft. Eight picks will go in that draft. And then after that draft, we're able to retain up to two more players so we can keep four of our original six. And then it's a lot about scouting, recruiting, and getting ready for the draft that's coming up because there will be a draft every year, and this year it will be much bigger. Anthony, for young folks listening, that there's an opportunity or maybe a future a an opportunity to play, as you say, you don't have to be a seven-footer. You don't have to be a dynamic athlete. This is open for men, men or women, young men or women. Uh, what would you be your suggestion for aspiring gamers out there that might want to pursue this? I think it's it's important to understand that this is obtainable for any person, but it's it's about having the correct life balance. If you if you spend too much time playing video games and you're not focusing on school, etc., that's that's not a good thing. Um, a lot of the best esports athletes were also traditional athletes. It, te- it teaches you a lot about competitiveness, working with a team, leadership, etc. So I would say find a group of friends that you are really uh, good with playing with. Uh, build your build your online persona, start streaming to Twitch, start networking on social media, and compete in the many grassroots tournaments that are available to you, and learn how to perfect your game, and also find the ins and outs of everything that you can and cannot do, 
And I would just say keep grinding. It's It really is, if you're that good at the game, people will find you, but you just need to be competing against the best. And the easiest way to do that is through social media. There are a lot of grassroots tournaments, and if you are that good, you'll make a name for yourself very quickly. Things are a little bit different than when we were 18, huh, Snyder? Yeah, <laughs> Played video no, no games. questions. And I know if you had Zerilla, Anthony, in his year doing a timeout, will you stop shooting, Zerilla? <laughs> yeah. Anthony, thanks so much for your time yeah, and info. really and informative. We'll, wow. do, we'll do it again. I'm looking forward to the next season for you. Thank Perfect. you. Thank you so much for Anthony Morocco, Director of Gaming Operations, Cavs Legion Gaming Club, eSports. Hopefully you know a little more about and they, it. And they've got the great logo. As soon as they came out and they brought us that, they showed us that logo, it's awesome. I love that. I scammed my way into a T-shirt. I've been harassing these guys here at the studios here at 250. I said, i got to get one of those shirts. They tossed me a shirt the other day. I can't wait to wear it. It's good there stuff. Go. I look forward to seeing you the next show we do. I will. All right. It will take a quick break. It's Cavs HQ on the Elkanel Cleveland Cavaliers Radio Network. Stevie Nicks, Christine McVie, John McVie, Mick Fleetwood, Neil Finn, Mike Campbell, Fleetwood Mac. Friday, October 26th, Quicken Loans Arena. The legacy continues with all the songs you know and love. Tickets on sale now at theqarena.com, venue box office, or by phone. The Mac is back. Fleetwood Mac. Hey, Dexter, did you ever find that thingy you were looking for on SmartMart? Did I? I found that and a landscape lighting package with some sweet post lamps and all sorts of electrical services, appliance protection, and repair plans. You can also get your trees trimmed. There's a connected home plan with smart thermostats, electric vehicle chargers, and filters. Who oh, do they have filters? There's air filters. What Dexter's filters, trying to say is that SmartMart by First Energy has the products and services you need to simplify your life. Pool filters, spa filters, so Shop now filters. at smart-mart.com. K&D proudly invites you to live at one of the seven most desirable addresses downtown. Residences at Hanna, 668, 1717, Leader, Reserve Square, and Stonebridge. Want to live downtown but aren't ready to downsize? Large, spacious suites at residences at Halley will be available for occupancy in the summer of 2018, offering well-designed kitchens, bathrooms, living spaces, and more. You deserve a K&D quality home. Check out everything K&D has to offer downtown and throughout Northeast Ohio at knd.com. Countertop Solutions, a family-owned and operated company, is your one-stop local shop when it comes to countertop replacement. As a direct-buy showroom, they carry a large selection of laminate, solid surface, granite, and engineered stone countertops. Schedule your countertop replacement, and your kitchen can have that championship look again in just one day. Stop in to one of their six showrooms in the Cleveland and Akron areas. Call 866-376-TOPS or visit countertopsolutions.org. This is it. These are the final days to take advantage of Levin's huge Labor Day offers. First, get store-wide savings as far as the eye can see. Then, the best deals on top brand mattresses. And our longest interest-free finance offer ever. Up to 72 months. Plus, get a $100 gift card. And just when you think it can't get any better, we'll deliver your entire order free. It doesn't get any better than that. Ends Wednesday at Levin's. As part of an ongoing partnership between the team and the city of Cleveland, the Cavs have refurbished the gym at Estabrook Recreation Center. In need of renovations, the basketball court received a facelift this summer and the new look was officially unveiled recently. 
Neighborhood children joined the Cavs and the city for an official press conference at Estabrook where they heard from team and civic leaders on the importance of spending time at the rec center. Estabrook is the fourth of 24 rec center and high school basketball courts the Cavs committed to refurbishing in partnership with the city of Cleveland. Cavaliers in the Community is brought to you by Discount Drug Mart. We'll be right back with more Cavs HQ. Cavs HQ, Mike Snyder and Scott Cirilla, glad to have you with us. Fascinating couple of segments wow, there. Really good stuff. NBA eSports, we thank Anthony. I'm not very smart to begin with. I'm not very smart to begin with, but I mean, I learned a lot in those two segments, and I'm not being funny about that. It's it's, it's fascinating, actually fascinating. Well, let's go from the joystick. Yes, if that's what we. Let's go down. We got a stick. We got a. We we'll go from one sticks. From one stick to another. Let's go to that hockey stick, right? Let's do it. Get on the ice. Monsters aren't that far away from getting back on the ice, and the man that describes it all that you hear him all year long, the voice of the monsters, Tony Brown, stopping by. Tony, how you doing? Doing great. Uh, ready to get back at it. We're inside of a month, if you can believe that, before the puck it. will drop. So uh, it's been a long summer for us, but excited to get back at it, excited to be with you guys. Tony, I tease you all the time I see you. You know, baseball, people complain. Well, people don't complain baseball is too long. They always say basketball is too long. Every time I see you, I'm like, you either have a game, you've got a game tomorrow, <laughs> or you're, I mean, the hockey season, when do you start officially with games? Uh, the first game, opening night for us, is going to be at the queue against our old uh, division rivals from Rockford on October the 5th. And it's the Man. first of 76 <laughs> games. And, uh, you know, as you know, runs through mid-April. And then if you make the playoffs and if you march all the way to the Calder Cup, you're looking at uh, early June before you're out of there. Man. So uh, it can be a long season or it can be a short season, depending on how <laughs> well, things go, you know. It just seems like you've got a game every day. <laughs> it's uh, Yeah, it's, it's definitely being in the Western Conference the past few years, the travel has been pretty extreme at times. Last year, towards the end of the year, we had one stretch where it was uh, something like two weeks on the road in California come home for like four days, and then you go back to you California back, right, for 11 more right. days. So pretty grueling. It can be pretty grueling. But this year, uh, one of the many things that the Monsters are going to be uh, sort of turning the page with is a new conference, a new division. We're in ah. the East now, and uh, in the North Division of the East Conference at that, Eastern Conference. So instead of playing teams in San Antonio and Austin and San Diego and L.A. and all that, we're going to be going to uh, a lot of the places that the Monsters used to go to, mm. like Rochester and Syracuse and Utica and Binghamton and Toronto, Laval, Quebec, a lot of places like that. So it'll be a, a little bit of a new look uh, for the Monsters this year, and they'll get to show the Eastern Conference what it's all about here in Cleveland. And, and with that, not only does it make the travel, as you reference all those West Coast trips, the travel will be better, but and as nice as that will be, of course, doesn't that make probably for better play? because it doesn't take as much of a physical toll on the guys? Well, it's kind of interesting. I, I haven't been in the Eastern Conference before personally, oh. but uh, you hear that uh, you hear that it's a different league. You know, there's a lot more what we call three and threes, where you play yeah. three games in three days. You might <clears throat> think that sounds like a negative to players, but uh, it can be good when you're sleeping in your own bed, traveling maybe two hours on a bus as opposed to spending an entire day in the airport trying to get to the West Coast. Players might prefer playing more games in a shorter period of time if they can, you know, cut down on the travel, get home quicker, uh, leave the day of the game, yeah. things like that. Yeah. So 
there are advantages and disadvantages, but uh, we won't really know until we uh, see how it plays out. But it will be fun to see some new buildings, some new yeah, cities, yeah. and uh, sort of to see what the style of play is like in the East, too, because um, it, it certainly is different because the teams deal with different sort of situations. Hmm. Tony Brown, voice of the Monsters, with us. And Tony, certainly the or the relationship with the Monsters and Columbus, that, that that's worked out terrifically, hasn't it? It's been fantastic. As long as I've been with the team, they've been with Columbus, and uh, I, I can't imagine a more supportive relationship from an NHL affiliate, both in terms of moving guys along, moving guys up the pipeline. I mean, it, it's a few years ago now that the Monsters won the, won the league championship, the Calder <laughs> Cup, but since then, so many of the guys contributing to Columbus's rise, I mean, they just made the playoffs for the second straight year for the first time in franchise history, and so many of those guys that are contributing to that started in Cleveland. <clears throat> so it's been really gratifying to see that part of the relationship uh, sort of bear fruit now over the course of a few seasons, but the proximity, the geography, just getting guys, uh, whether it's um, you know guys getting called up and being able to get down to play a game, but also... Uh, Columbus being supportive of what we're trying to do in Cleveland and sending guys down maybe when the schedule allows for a little extra game, a uh, little extra playing time. It's just been a really uh, successful relationship, I think, for both organizations. I was going to say, in addition to the play-by-play -play duties that you do, and very well, you do a lot of the public relations, and because to your point about the close proximity of Columbus, et cetera, you know, you're the one that sends out the releases explaining <laughs> when there are transactions, and you seem to be sending one at least one every other day. And I say that because to the relationship of the fact that with it just being a few hours away and that relationship that benefits both teams. Uh, absolutely, without a doubt. I mean, and that's really the trend in the in the AHL. We're lucky to have that sort of an opportunity given where, you know, Cleveland is in comparison to Columbus. But there are teams like, uh, you know, the Utica Comets, for instance. What's their affiliate? The Vancouver Canucks. Oh, my goodness. So imagine trying to move guys around. Uh, you know, literally across a continent, you just don't have the flexibility that you do have. Yeah. And some teams have taken this to the extreme. For example, the Winnipeg Jets affiliate is the Manitoba Moose who play in Winnipeg at Winnipeg's home arena. Toronto Marlies play across town from the Maple Leafs. Uh, you know, M Montreal's new affiliate is in Laval, Quebec, which is a suburb of Montreal. So you're seeing the trend uh, in hockey be get the affiliate close to the parent club. And, uh, you know, it's worked out great for us. And, and it's really the goal, I think, now of all the NHL teams is to get an affiliate that's, uh, you know, close to them so that they can utilize it, uh, the, you know, the AHL team to its full potential and they can, you know, have as many options as possible in getting guys where they need to be on a short period of time. Tony, at this point, where are they in terms of the roster makeup? Well, uh, so the way it works in hockey, uh, there's sort of a few um, annual events that sort of lead into training camp. And one of those is coming up, uh, at least for the Blue Jackets. Uh, the NHL Prospects Tournament is an annual thing. The Blue Jackets, I think this is the 17th year they've participated in that. It's taking place in Traverse City, Michigan. Next week, uh, or actually in a couple of days, it gets underway. It'll wrap up next Tuesday. Um, but that is an opportunity for the youngest players in the organization, some of the most recent draft picks, and a couple of guys that are maybe in their second pro season uh, to go and, and get a leg up because that will lead directly into Columbus training camp where all the players in the organization will have their opportunity to make an impression. And whether it's, you know, maybe a, a great chance or a not-so-great chance, they'll get to take their NHL shot and trying to make the team. And once that, uh, I believe that begins on the 13th of September at Nationwide Arena in Columbus, once that process plays out, at some point, cuts will be made, and uh, we'll get uh, whoever's whoever's left. And so it's really it's kind of quick the way it comes together in hockey, uh, particularly in this organization. They like to give everyone a nice long look 
And then, uh, you know, when it's when they get sent to Cleveland, it's usually practice starts the next day, <laughs> and we got four or five days to figure out uh, what the team looks like, and then off you go to uh, to start playing the, the season. So. Tony, remind me, because when I do the, the Canton Charge of the G League, for the most part, the rosters are complete turnovers. You may get one or two guys back. It's not exactly the same with the Monsters in the AHL, is it? I mean, you there's there's a bigger likelihood of having a few more players return. Isn't that correct? Yeah, I think so. It, it totally just depends on the contract situation from year to year. So uh, if players are, you know, under a, a, an entry-level contract in the NHL is typically a three-year deal. So, um, you know, those guys, if they're not – if, if maybe they sign that when they're 20 years old and by the time they get to the end of it, they're not really contending for an NHL job, then it's likely that they would see multiple seasons in Cleveland. A guy like Alex Broadhurst comes to mind. He spent three years uh, playing for the Monsters for the most part. He had an opportunity in Columbus at the end of last year, but there is the opportunity in hockey to get some continuity at the AHL level. And I think uh, we, we had such a young team here in Cleveland last year, mm-hmm. just tons of rookies. <clears throat> And a lot of uh, Columbus's, you know, top-level prospects were playing, whether it's in juniors or overseas. Um, and it just wasn't a year in which there were a ton of prospects available to come to Cleveland. I think heading into this year, um, you know, some moves have been made uh, to bring in experienced guys, leadership guys. But there's, there's going to be a great crop of players that are maybe one year into their careers that went through that sort of tough rookie season last year that now, uh, you know, it's likely they, they'll see some time in Cleveland and, um, boy, that just bodes well, I think, for uh, turning turning things over a little bit here in terms of the Monsters because in the AHL, the biggest uh, obstacle, I think, to success <clears throat> is inexperience, and the Monsters are going to have a, a whole heck of a lot more experience at their disposal this season. Sounds fun. The opener is coming up when now again? The 5th of October at the Q. Uh, I know. I've been checking the calendar every day. And at the Q. Day. At the Q. And at the Q. And, and despite the fact we're in the new conference now, our old buddies, the Rockford Ice Hogs, are going to be in town on at 7 o'clock. So we're looking forward to that and really excited for another season. And, boy, it's uh, coming up quick. Do you, sure have, do you have all the luggage set aside <laughs> ready to go? I leave, I leave it for the last minute. The last minute? Last, okay. I, you know, I don't want to face reality <laughs> until the last possible And you'll moment. be able to come in on those three and three days. Down Absolutely. What do they call those three on threes? They call three them? and threes. Three yeah, and threes. Yeah. We'll have a couple of those this year. Actually, not too many. We lucked out in that department. But some new teams and, and uh, some new cities, it's going to be a lot of fun and hopefully a great chance to win a lot more hockey games this year. Sounds like a plan. Tony, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Coming up. Zarilla has gone through Joe Gabriel. Of course, you read Joe on Cavs.com, but he's come up with some uh, some historical f- characters in the Cavs organization, like all tough guy, all nice guy, all name team. We'll see what he came up with. That's coming up next on the Elk and Elk Cleveland Cavaliers Radio Network. Phil Collins, not dead yet, live this October. Legendary artist, limited date. October 18th, Quicken Loans Arena. On sale now. Tickets available online at thequarena.com. Phil Collins, live. When flu season rears its aching, coughing, sneezing, feverish head, protect yourself, your loved ones, and your coworkers by getting your flu shot today at Discount Drug Mart. Flu shots at Drug Mart are easy and convenient. Walk-ins are welcome, and all pharmacists in all locations are prepared to immunize you during pharmacy hours. Most insurance is accepted with a zero copay for most Medicare, Medicaid, or Medical Mutual of Ohio patients. 
The flu can end with you at Discount Drug Mart. If you're a Clevelander like me, Jimmy Hanlon, then you know how many great eateries there are. But I bet you don't know who has the best fried chicken sandwich in the land, the Rustic Grill. The crispy, juicy chicken coated in buttermilk delivers just a hint of spice, cooled and contrasted perfectly by the house-made coleslaw and pickles topping it off. Finish it with bacon and cheddar, all housed between a buttery toasted bun, and you will have every foodie's ultimate sandwich. Swing by the Rustic Grill at Stonewater on Wood Club Drive in Highland Heights. Who knows? I might just see you there. It's time for some basketball. At the game, on TV, even online. Spectrum TV has over 200 channels available, including all your basketball favorites, so you can see every shot, assist, and block in high definition. And with Spectrum TV, you also get access to the Spectrum TV app, so you can watch a game in any room on multiple devices. Spectrum TV, it's the ultimate slam dunk. Call 844-352-2999 and get Spectrum now. Restrictions apply, call for details. This is it. These are the final days to take advantage of Levin's huge Labor Day offers. First, get store-wide savings as far as the eye can see. Then, the best deals on top brand mattresses and our longest interest-free finance offer ever, up to 72 months. Plus, get a $100 gift card. And just when you think it can't get any better, we'll deliver your entire order free. It doesn't get any better than that. Ends Wednesday at Levin's. Cavs HQ, Mike Snyder, Scott Cirillo. Very interesting addition of the show tonight as we have talked a little bit of Cavs. We're still a little ways away from training camp, but we've talked about the eSports Cavs team. We have talked some hockey with Tony Brown. And now we're going to get back to a little of, uh, I guess, some, some, Cavs, fun Cavs. some fun Cavs yeah. history things. Joe Gabriel, great sense of humor. I know you talk with Joe a lot, and, and of course, we all can read him on Cavs.com. And, and he had a column that he recently did called the unofficial all-time All-Cavaliers team. So what does he mean by that, Scott? Give us an example. Well, he's, he's got plenty about. of them. A couple of them are all second-round team. Of all right. course, anybody was picked up in the second okay. round. All foreign-born team. Ooh, all, right. all nice guy teams, tough guy teams. Which, okay. You know, plenty of guys. And, and I just – I, I – replied to him and told him how much I enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. But I did make a few changes and, um, you know, I had a few additions, I really should say. According to Joe, his all-nice guy team consists of guards Terrell Brandon. Can't argue that. Ramon Sessions, terrific young man. Mm -hmm. Zadrunas Ogowskis, everybody knows what a great guy. Big Z. Antoine Jameson and Tristan Thompson at the forwards. Okay. Can't really make too many arguments there. Now, there's plenty of, of honorable honorable mentions but the couple that came to my mind real quick we go back to the 90s could do you remember two nicer guys than bobby phils and chris mills yeah the late, i was gonna the, just, the late bobby just phils. Yeah. those two the bobby twins phils, yeah. mills and phils yeah. chris mills would call bobby phils big head That's all right. the time and they were just the best of friends but they were the nicest yeah. they're probably two of the nicest guys i've ever met anywhere let alone the fact they were professional basketball players. That was a fun group, absolutely. Yeah. I'd put them on that list. Too. You know, Bob Sura back then was a good guy. Terrell, uh, uh, Tyrone Hill, was. I don't know what it was about that little Fright. window. They called him Fright, they but call- actually when you talked to him, he was, right. you know, I guess if you were looking at, you know, your, your interviews, guys that interviewed, those guys were very good, too, Chris Mills especially. I you know, and you can go back, and this doesn't even have to be players and teams that, you know, we worked with, but, man, how do you not include Larry Nance, Mark Price, 
Hot Rod, the late Hot Rod Williams, right? Craig Elo. Craig that, that Elo. Every time we see those yep. guys come back, they are just the nicest group of guys. We've been very, very lucky. Like, go to that second rounder. I'm curious of what he came up with. The all, all-time guys rounder. the Cavs drafted in the second round. I know, I, yes, I mean, I'm ter- this is just terms of yeah. production, right? I know Carlos Boozer. Has got to probably headline. He that is one. one of the forwards along okay. with Dan Roundfield, which I don't remember Dan Roundfield much with. That one's going kinda, back a little ways. Yeah, there. that one threw me. Hot Rod, they put well, him at the center spot. Which the greatest is, value picks ever. They they, they knew that Hot Rod really was a was a good guy, a great guy. Yep, yep. Uh, Daniel Gibson and Joe Harris Gibson. at the guards. Daniel Gibson at the time before this recent stretch of success that we had had arguably the greatest game. In, in some respects. He helped Cavs shoot history. you to the finals he, with Well, that he team. did. He yeah. did. What do you have? Nah, seven. Seven, right? yeah, seven. seven threes. Yeah. 33 points against Detroit at the Q. I and mean, you go back, fabulous. Scott, to that uh, that team, that first team that made it to the finals with, of course, a young LeBron leading the way. But really, Booby off the bench and, and Andy, they were – they were like the number two and three players they for sure that were. team when you look they at sure the way they were utilized then. And a couple other on the uh, the honorable mention from the second round team, you know, Chucky Brown was a pretty good player. You know, he Chucky. didn't do too bad for his time. Cedric Henderson still owes me money from the time I you outshot never, from the yeah, corner. You'll, you'll be talking about that. Forever, yeah. Yep. Danny Green has had just a terrific Probably, career yes, he with has. the San Antonio Spurs. And you know what? Jay Crowder still has spent some time with the Cavs, mm-hmm. but has been continues to be solid. And Alan Crabb, who who spent most of his time out in Portland, he's a really good shooter. And, again, he spent his little time with the Cavs. But uh, uh, another one of those guys that absolutely uh, is, is worth talking about. And it does show you as you look to future days with second-round picks that you can find players in the second round. Yes, you can. You, you yes, really you can. can. All right, let's move on. What, uh, what other category that well, Joe Gabriel, the creative well, he's, Joe Gabriel has really come up is. with. He really yes. is. The all foreign born Which team. one jumps out there? There, Okay, well, we got Z. Z is sure, back right. in at center, right? Yeah. Andy Varejo yeah. and Sasha Pavlovich, Sasha at the forward. Um, Kyrie Irving, which a lot of well, people don't Well, that would stump realize. you if people, yeah, right. that would be a good trivia. Right. Yeah. Born in Australia. Who was Absolutely. the fifth guy? If you said, okay, right. Delhi in Australia. Yep. And you said Delhi, Z, Andy, Sasha. Sasha Pavlovich. Yep. Who would be the fifth member of yep. that all-world yeah. team? I think you people would talk for hours before they come up with Kyrie. That's right. And uh, fellow was Australian. Was born in Melbourne, Australia. Fellow right? Australian, uh, Matthew Delavadova. Yeah. Yes. The Aussies. So, and the Aussies. Some honorable mention. Um, Vitaly Potapico, of course. The yeah. Ukraine train. Mm-hmm. Um, Omri Caspi. Sagana Jop. The yeah. next, uh, the baby shack, according yes. to then head coach uh, John Lucas. As he called him, Sagana Diop. Sagana Diop. Yes. I got, I'll never forget <laughs> Mike. We took the Diop. Night, <laughs> <laughs> the, night, the night of the draft yes. when we were down in the um, uh, the multipurpose room, they call it, where mm-hmm. the draft was announced. At the, and he came in, and God loved John Lucas. He oh. came in with that oh, strut. Oh, great. I got my baby shack. I yeah. got my baby shack. <laughs> <laughs> and we're looking at him going, huh? 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 <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, okay. And Sagana was a great guy, he too. Was the, he really he was really, a nice guy. But yeah. I remember that night because we did the, for the draft party, I was right outside the Cavs' <laughs> war room, as right. they called it then. Right. And John came out and he said to the world, we took yeah. die out. <laughs> and nobody even knew, because no one knew how to pronounce the name. Right. It was Jop, right. you know. But he, even John did. He called him die out, at least initially. Well, you know, it's funny because Sagana – 
spend a little time with the Texas Legends of the G League as an assistant coach. And they came to Canton for a game against the Charge, and he saw me and came up to me. So you can kind of slap him on the all nice guy. Well, no, he, he goes higher. He did well, that to you. <laughs> I, you know, he's you know, really another, a nice guy. There's another nice guy that did the exact same thing, Ricky Davis. Ricky, people remember him as the shooting at the wrong basket, never hesitated getting his shots off, et cetera. He was a really nice kid off the floor, you know. And when he tried to make a comeback in the G League, same thing. He was under the basket playing for the Erie Bayhawks, and he came over to me. And, again, yeah, we can joke about that's why I like him more. But that tells you something when guys do that, now, Ricky, that when, they don't get too serious with themselves. We, we were at, at that time when he was here for a while, we were doing a post-game show from the uh, the area. They had a name. I, I, I can't recall exactly where they called it, but it was back toward the, where, the, where the players would leave for their cars and and in the underground parking at the queue. And I remember quite often Ricky – would be leaving, and he'd bring. He'd have shoes with him. He'd give shoes. He'd see kids. He he did that yep. quite a bit. He yeah. really was. All right, it's Cavs HQ. We've got more. We've and got more. more. What's the next category? Tease uh, us. Tough guys. Tough guys. Hair, All time tough guys. Hair team hold and on, fun on. team. We've all got right. more. That's all more coming up on Cavs HQ on the Alcanal Cavaliers Radio Network. Cavs HQ. We continue with the all tough guy team that joegabrielcavs.com has put together. We're looking back over the years. Number one guy, got to be Lonnie Shelton, right? Well, Mike, you remember he, he stopped the mugger and he lectured him after sitting on him until the police came. That's right. But what I remember most about Lonnie Shelton was chasing another tough guy. Remember he chased Buck Williams into the stands Ooh, in New Jersey? Yeah. That's a tough guy. That is. That's a tough guy. That is. Well, see, all fun team with the Cavs. Edgar Jones, a terrific guy, but you know, I think back immediately to Chris Gatling. The time after, it was either practice or shoot-around on the Q floor by the VOM at the Cavs' end. He brought, he wheeled out a birthday cake, and all of us in the media said, what are you doing? He goes, it's my birthday, and I didn't want anybody to forget, so we're going to sell it. He brought himself a cake, and then all of us in the media ate cake on the corner of the Cavs' floor. He's a fun guy. He was a I good guy. It. He was well, a good guy. He shared cake but not the ball. That's right. Yeah. Remember the there one was game never he, had, a shot he, had seven, that was, he had 17 in the first quarter, yeah. finished with like 21. He was, he was quite uh -huh. a character. He, uh -huh. he was one of one of the little hug at the end. I think that was <laughs> one of his soundbites quotes. He, he was a character. He if was. If you look at the all-time characters, he's right up there. Yep. He was indeed. Good stuff by Joe G. He we really think is, Joe G. He does always, a great job yep, all the time. And you can read him on Cavs.com, Cavs. right? Cavs.com, absolutely. Get the very latest on the Cavs as well. Well, Scott, this has been fun. A very interesting edition. Very diverse show We've as gone well. all over the board. Ice, we, video games, games Joy. Sticks. We got it all. <laughs> Basketball. I mean, you put that all in one sentence, Scott. Well done. That that sums up our show. Hey, that must have been why they asked you and I to do the show. I We're probably know. the only ones that can pull it off. Cavs training camp just a few weeks away, but we've had fun with you today on Cavs HQ. For Scott Cirilla, this is Mike Snyder. Have a good night on the Elk and Elk Cleveland Cavaliers Radio Network.